With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The Office of the Ombudsman is conducting an independent investigation into allegations of delayed police response and lack of police action at the scene of Michael Aaron Bush's fatal stabbing on New Year's Eve. The incident occurred early that morning outside a nightclub complex in the Strand Plaza off West Bay Road. The Ombudsman is asking members of the public who are at the scene to provide any information that may assist in the investigation, and that includes any video footage of police in action at the scene. Officials say all information and material received will be kept confidential. If you have information, contact senior investigator Peter McLaughlin. That is Peter, P-E-T-R dot McLaughlin, M-C-L-O-U-G-H-L-I-N at ombudsman.ky or you can call 244-6162. The latest COVID-19 test results, 578 tests carried out since Thursday, the 31st of December. Nine are positive for COVID-19. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee says the individuals are all asymptomatic travelers who tested positive during routine screening. They will remain in isolation until they're considered recovered. There are 834 people in isolation right now, whether at a government facility or in their homes as required by the Medical Officer of Health. Big things on the way for the University College of the Cayman Islands as they kick off a campaign to earn accreditation from the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller was at the official opening event at Sir Vassal Johnson Hall this morning. Today's event absolutely kicked off with a rousing acrobatics performance by four men from Cayman Islands Gymnastics to get everyone pumped for one and a half days worth of workshops designed to define the elements necessary for UCCI to meet the SACS requirements and establish framework for achieving them. I spoke with Provost and Vice President J.D. Mosley Matchett before the event. We are doing our SACS accreditation kickoff event and this is our opportunity to get everyone in the organization aligned so that we're all moving forward in the same direction to achieve international accreditation through For people that don't know, what is SACS and why is it like a big deal to get this accreditation? SACS is one of the six regional accreditors in the United States and it's a big deal because U.S. accreditation is recognized worldwide. So if we are being held to the same standards as Georgia Tech and Florida International University, Nobody can question the value of a UCCI diploma. And what does this accreditation mean for the students that are here? How is it going to help them? It will definitely help the students and our alumni simply because it validates the quality of their education, first of all, so that makes employers feel a lot better about hiring our grads. In addition, if our students here decide once they graduate to go to other institutions overseas, it makes it easier for them to get their credits accepted. It just makes everything a lot easier for collaboration. I'm sure it wasn't easy to get the accreditation. You had to work for this, right? We don't have it yet. This is our kickoff event, so we are just beginning the very first baby steps towards applying for accreditation. It's actually a three to four year process. Wow, and are they going to come here and look at what you do? Are you going to submit documentation? How does that work? All of the above. Uh, They will be coming down here once the borders open, but until then we still have to get all of our paperwork together in a self-study process and send all of that information up to them so that they can evaluate it and decide whether or not we follow. Reporting for Radio Cayman News from the University College of the Cayman Islands, I'm Carsley Fuller. The Caribbean Examinations Council issues a statement today saying it appreciates the patience and understanding of stakeholders as grades are finalized for the Caribbean Secondary Education
Education Certificate, CSEC, and the Caribbean Advanced Proficiency Exam, CAPE, for July and August 2020 examinations. The CXC Council says throughout the review process, they've endeavored to be thorough and to comply with quality assurance processes. 80% of requests for reviews have reportedly been complete, and on December 31st, final results shared with CXC local registrars. Today, January 4th, CXC is releasing grades to students via the online student portal. The CXC says they have released 80% of the final results and are working to complete the remainder. The council adds it is currently in dialogue with the ministries of education across the region to finalize details for the administration of the regional exams in 2021. The details will be shared with stakeholders and made public in the coming weeks. A good rating for Hope Academy after a recent school inspection? Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has more. Overall, the team at the Office of Education Standards judged that Hope Academy was a good school with, quote, considerable strengths in developing students' personal, social, and academic performance. The report says the principal, senior leadership team, and associated clinicians had good capacity to further improve the Academy's standards. Support and guidance were judged to be excellent, with most of the quality indicators judged to be good. Almost all aspects of leadership were judged to be good, but the school's ability to provide additional space to support students' physical and scientific skills was limited. Almost all students made good progress in English, mathematics, and science, with the majority of high school students moving on to university. Inspectors reported there were no weak areas, though curriculum, health, and safety, together with staffing and resources, were judged to be satisfactory. There were some recommendations. Ensure that all assessment data is meaningfully organized and accessible to teachers by providing a clear and coherent profile of each student's progress and attainment in the core subjects. Ensure that the curriculum consistently includes creative, physical, and practical experiences for all age groups and strengthen the capacity of middle leaders to monitor teaching and learning and share best practice. For Radio Cayman News, I am Paula Cal. Well, we are on the fourth day of the new year. Some of us already are wondering how we can stick to our resolutions past this week, let alone past January. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has a bit of help. It's a well-known slogan, new year, new me. But why is it most of us feel a new year is always the best time to reinvent ourselves or an aspect of our lives? People feel like the start of a new year is the best time to set new goals for a bunch of reasons. Um, one, just like we start goals on, let's say a Monday, you know, I'm going to, you know, start a new diet. I'm going to start, um, working out or scheduling new things. We also start thinking a lot about, you know, our lives, you know, getting older, the years passing us when it gets closer to this date, what do we want to achieve in our life? Clinical director at Infinite Mind Care Sutton Burke says, however, the numbers of those who stick to their resolutions is low. More and more studies are really showing between that 10 to 12 percent are actually the ones that actually achieve their um, New Year's resolutions and stick to them. So um, why do people not accomplish the goals? One is these goals are decided kind of quickly without a plan external versus value driven. So when we think about losing weight, which is the most common New Year's resolution, 
why do I want to lose weight? Now, external reasons for losing weight is I want to fit into that dress versus internal or having the value of health. Um, I want to be able to live a long life. Most of the time when we have that internal goal, the goal is coming from an internal reason, a value-driven reason. We're more motivated to achieve it. Taking one step at a time is a smarter way of accomplishing goals. You know, one in particular is how we speak to ourselves. Um, you know, oh, I'm really craving carbs right now, or I, I, I can't have that versus I don't really need carbs. You know, I really want the carbs, but nah, my body really doesn't need carbs right now. Just for today, I'm okay. Just for today, just for this hour, I don't need that bread. I don't need that cake. I don't need that, that cigarette. So what is the best way to not fall off track? Ms. Burke adds, sharing your goals with other people who validate you and are encouraging can help to hold you accountable and assist with your challenges. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. A Cayman parrot is released back into the wild after rehabilitation. The recent release marks the 10th successful rehabilitation of Grand Cayman parrots through the Department of Environment and Cayman Parrot Sanctuary Partnership. The Cayman Parrot Sanctuary has seen 24 rescue parrots recover from illegal poaching, collision with cars, and injuries like broken or clipped wings. In the coming months, another six parrots are scheduled for release. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with the very latest in local sports. Netflix series Queen's Gambit sparks chest interest in the Cayman Islands. The series caused chest set sales to skyrocket all over the world, including here on island. It was the most watched scripted limited series to date on Netflix, with 62 million member accounts tuning into the show in the first 28 days. Radio Cayman's Dion England spoke with Enfield Bush, Cayman's number one chess player, who first tells us what ignited his interest in the sport. I initially first got involved in chess maybe when I was about seven. I went over my neighbors for New Year's, taught me to move, how to play chess, but re-sparked it. You know, since then, just since not knowing how to play a game was uh, three years ago. I was somewhat bored of uh, the other board games and wanted to find somewhat of a challenge. At that point, I just wanted to find one of the hardest games I know how to play and try to try to be good at it. And one of the first things I thought of was chess. I said, okay, I know the moves. Let me learn this. And I fell in love. Never, it was unexpected, but never, never once turned my head back. What is the highest level that you've competed in for the Cayman Islands? The highest level I competed in the Cayman Islands was the online chess Olympiad. It's the chess version of the Olympics. And it's every two years. It was originally supposed to be held in Russia. Unfortunately, throughout the pandemic, it was held online. So it was an online chess-based tournament. And it was one of the first of its kind. I represented Cayman Island and I did well. I did very good. What, what's very good? At my level and the levels I was playing at, out of seven games, I've won four and lost three. Okay. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. What's the interest like here in the Cayman Islands for the game of chess? There's a mix. Um, interest, I see a bigger interest with more of the younger, young adults, maybe my age in chess at the moment. We're trying to get the interest to spike up, but uh, more of the children, the ages between you know, five and ten. Right now, I think the people who are more interested in it at the moment is probably between uh, 18 to 
25. I think uh, it was held from the, the Queen's Gambit Netflix movie. That was actually my next question because I know Queen's Gambit garnered a huge viewership. Did that help you guys in any way with, you know, interest in the sport, with people being interested in playing and getting to learn the sport? Most definitely. It gave such a positive view. My Even my sisters came to come to me, hey, have you seen the, the, the Queen's Gambit? And hey, she's such a good player. I want to play like her. Can you teach me how to play like her? And uh, it just became such a, a great and deep interest for the game. And uh, it's amazing. It, it really did help. It really did. Already. And for those who are interested in joining and learning the game, how can they get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me by contacting the Cayman Island Chess Club or Cayman Island Chess Federation or contacting me on WhatsApp. WhatsApp Enfield Bush on line 397868 if you're interested in learning the game of chess. In other local sports, the 2020 Cayman Youth Football Leagues, Dart Under-13 and Appleby Under-18 High School Football Leagues were dominated by Cayman International School and Cayman Prep in High School. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. The recently concluded Appleby Under-18 Boys and Girls League saw the young ladies from CIS and the young men from Cayman Prep retain their 2019 titles with perfect records. The Appleby Under-18 Girls League, CIS's road to the title, included three wins and a draw amassing a total of 10 points. Three points more than runners-up Triple C in third place Cayman Prep, who were tied on seven points. Triple C finished runners-up as they conceded less goals than Cayman Prep as outlined in the league structure. In the Appleby Under-18 Boys League, Cayman Prep secured the coveted title with a nail-by 3-2 final day victory over John Gray. The win was significant for the defending champions as eventual league runners-up Triple C were at the same time enjoying a 5-0 win over Clifton Hunter and were hoping for a Cayman prep draw or loss, which would hand the Triple C Crusaders their first high school football championship. Cayman prep managed to overcome a final 10 minutes of sustained pressure from John Gray to secure the win in the title by a single point. John Gray finished third in the league. In the dart under 13 high school football leagues, which concluded in November, defending girls champions Cayman prep retained their title with CIS finishing runners-up and St. Ignatius Catholic School securing third place. In the boys' division, CIS were crowned champions with John Gray High School and Cayman Prep finishing runners-up and third, respectively. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And that is the latest in local sports here on Radio Cayman. I'm Shanda Gallego.